Thanks for checking out this episode of Business Black Belts. I really appreciate you listening and hope you get some great insights out of today's leader. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to Business of Black Belts, Laura Hoover here with you again today. Another fantastic leader, Mr. Zach Smith of Anywhere. Uh, Zach, why don't you go ahead, tell us a little bit about who you are, take us through your journey, kind of get this ball rolling. Thanks, Laura. Um, well, uh, I think I'm talking to you here today because I have a travel business that I started many years ago uh, and have just continue to uh, be consistent and, and work on. And it's led, uh, led us to the point where, yeah, we get to slowly build our brand and hopefully become more and more known every year. And so, yeah, um, that's... That's fair. That is fair. Let me ask you this then. Let's go all the way back to the beginning because I'm always curious about why people choose the paths they choose so why did you start why why did you get this thing started in travel of all things you 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 could have started any business why go into travel well it it actually was a personal uh opportunity really i didn't travel a whole lot when i was growing up and so when i became an adult, a young adult, I did a study abroad program in Europe and I got to see how lots of other cultures lived and felt kind of just comfortable out there in the world, I guess. And then after college, I saved up some money and I went traveling through Central America. And I, you know, it's it's very different. It's a little less developed, you could say but it was kind of the same comforting uh, feeling that I got from just being in a place, practicing some Spanish um, and just, yeah, learning how other people lived. And, and so I had an opportunity to, to live in this town and uh, in Monteverde, Costa Rica. And I lived there and I helped people uh, learn about that, that place before they arrived. And so I was answering emails on a, on a, a small little website, uh, monteverdeinfo.com. And so I just steadily um, felt like I wanted to do that better and better. And so I ended up um, buying these two little websites. And um, I don't want to get into the whole like ins and outs of that, but what it what it really came down to was I wanted to make it easier for people to gain more perspective. And, and in order to do that, they needed to be empowered with some solid information, um, objective advice. Um, and I really felt that there was a opportunity for the locals, the people that lived in these countries to represent their country to the traveler that was going to be coming from across the world to visit them. And not necessarily like the face-to-face visiting, but just the fact that there's knowledge transfer that can happen in a really direct way when it's the host uh, communicating with the would-be visitor. And I think there's a real nice match there. 
that can always be improved upon and get better and better. And so that was sort of the, the real opportunity just to get very um, good at being the connector of, you know, the audience that was desiring to go travel to some of these off the beaten path places and the local that could be a great communicator over the phone and on email and being being there to just support that person's future trip. So that's kind of a I, long-winded answer, but that's kind of like, yeah. you know, really what it comes down to is being a, a connector of people. Yeah, I remember because I, I never got the opportunity to travel abroad. Um, that was just something that was never in my plan, especially at school. Like, mm-hmm. A lot of schools now have these travel abroad kind of programs. And I know the college that I went to went to Peru, went to the, the like mm-hmm. Tanzania, uh, some of these places Yeah, that are off the beaten path. And that was one of the problems that they had initially getting that program started was that connection of people like, okay, well, we do need to provide for, you know, these people going over with Mm -hmm. hosts and such, but we also want to learn more about the culture and the communities uh, and and just, you know, the world. Um, And to be able to do that outside of those kind of very structured school environments Mm -hmm. and have it at the same ease, like, oh, I can just sign up and I have all this information um, available to me, essentially. That is something that's very nice to have once you leave that environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I, we started to, started to really kind of hone in on some of these things years and years ago, but now it's, it's, you know, we can use other words, like we're kind of a trust network and that really what we want to do is make it easier for people and people meaning like, let's just say a family with young kids that hasn't been out of the country in a long time. And all of a sudden they're in a place that they don't speak the language. Uh, They're in an unfamiliar routine. There's, uh, you know, they're out of their comfort zone, you could say. But on a deeper level, on a human level, they crave some adventure. They crave doing something interesting that they can tell their friends about and they can bring home memories or they can pass on some of this to their children that hopefully spark some curiosity as they age. And so the point being is we just want to make that a stress-free experience when they are out of their routine, when they don't speak the language. Uh, But, you know, and so then what happens is they end up, you know, being very thankful to us because we took care of a lot of the details and we connected their their trip seamlessly and so often what we try to do is give people the confidence that the world is pretty safe and in fact i think it's very safe and it's extremely safe when you have a plan and you're working with local experts that can help uh, craft an experience in their country for you and so that's sort of how we see things and we're always trying to get better. This is not like, hey, how do we become the biggest travel agency in the world? Or how do yeah. we become uh, you know, the greatest uh, or the cheapest vacation company in the world or something like this? Uh, 
what we're doing, trying to do is be excellent for each customer. And that just never ends. It, it's an ongoing pursuit for us to just constantly be better at what we do. How do you, or how did you, and then thus continuing to build that trust to be able to connect people? Because you're asking, A, on, on the customer side to put trust in you, but then you're also asking the expert to also put trust in you that you're going to, you know, help them out per se. Um, well, it's, I mean, it's, if you think of like the review process, um, uh, you know, people are allowed to review our company. Um, they have opinions about how their trip went. Um, so there's kind of a lot of opportunity, you could say, for people to have grievances if things don't go right. Um, so um, I think we've just built a reputation that if you trust us, we'll, we'll take care of you. Um, yeah. There's a review site called Trustpilot and we're currently, you know, ranking quite high, um, you know, in the top two or three for travel agency. Um, and that's because uh, lots of people that have worked with us uh, go ahead and tell other people that, hey, these guys are trustworthy. They're, you know, they're very good at what they do. Um, and so uh, that's number one. But of course, it's like managing the details. So it doesn't mean we can't get a one star review tomorrow or next week. Um, it, it can happen. Uh, but our processes for which we communicate with the client um, and do everything that we promise to do are such that um, we kind of eliminate that as a possibility, I mean, in a way. Uh, and again, these are, these are things that we are free to do because we are not pressured to be the biggest, the fastest growing, the most you know, everywhere in the media type of company. It's just yeah. not uh, the game that we're choosing to play. We're very much focused on the client experience and we roughly get about 80% of our business through repeat and referral business. So right. we like to think of that as sort of, we've earned those customers based on the actions that we take. And then, of course, we spend some money in marketing to go acquire new customers and try to, you know, get them into a process where they trust us and believe in what we offer. And it does work out. Um, but we're not necessarily in a situation where um, we have to, you know, constantly be acquiring hundreds of thousands of customers just to hit some mark that's you know, someone else is putting on us. Um, we really want to just get more efficient and, and excellent with each and every customer. And, and by, by doing that, then we can continue to handle more customers. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question, but that's sort of how no, we're, does, yeah. we look at things differently is that, um, if this one person has an excellent experience with us, that's going to lead to more clients and more 
earned business. And we see that and it's, it happens a little slower than other, uh, you know, recurring revenue type businesses where if they get one member that joins and then it's, you know, 10 bucks a month or 20 bucks a month or whatever it is, they can sort of calculate their lifetime value very early on. We sometimes have customers that do business with us two or three times over a seven year period, you know, so it's, it's not as predictable yeah. But it ends up occurring. It just takes more time because a lot has to go right when it comes to planning your trip, actually having the time off, having the finances, making everyone's schedule work, especially as people um, get a little older and you know kids have school schedules and they have all these other um, you know commitments. So actually vacation time becomes you know you know pretty pretty limited. Um, so we want those experiences to be, uh, so fantastic that whenever they have another window of time and we offer our services in a country they're interested in going, we want to be their choice. And, and we've seen that happen. Uh, so we want to just keep getting better at it. So with the idea of like, keep getting better at it, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, obviously you have like reviews and feedback and that kind of stuff. But when you're thinking about, Oh, we want to expand into a new country or innovate how we do something. How do, how does that process start from like A to Z? Cause obviously probably some of that comes with like people requesting things over and over where you, where you like, okay, well we need to do this, but is there anything else that like that comes into that process? Uh, I, I think that we've done it differently, um, depending on the country. So sometimes Fair. we've added, we've added some countries because they're nearby and complementary to other countries. And, and so it does make sense to have multiple, um, countries that, that are in the same region. And sometimes we can have, uh, the same team, um, you know, cross pollinate amongst each other and they can, they can manage, uh, you know, that whole region. Um, so, but, but in general, we've, I mean, we've made some choices on, I mean, first of all, as far as adding countries, we, there's, there's so many countries that are great candidates for us to add. Uh, there's, there's yeah. amazing places all over the world and, and, no doubt about it. We don't have them all. <laughs> it's sort of, again, one of, it's a pursuit to continue to add the places that are culturally interesting, a little bit more complicated, um, offer, uh, yeah, just a, a good opportunity for us where some places are, are really more challenging to break into a market. Um, something like the UK or, mm -hmm. um, parts of France or maybe even Spain. I mean, I, I've thought about a lot of these European countries and they're, they're so fantastic uh, places to visit, but it just, it's a little bit trickier for us to, um, to get started in those countries. So we go more in the emerging destinations. So the countries like Peru and Ecuador, Vietnam, Thailand, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, uh, but we've made some mistakes with countries before too, as far as adding them. 
um, we 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 chose to add a country like Myanmar, which um, was really on the vanguard of a hot new Asian destination. Um, a lot of things were opening up in that country. Um, the military kind of gave up its power. Uh, there was a lot of um, foreign investment that was coming in. And there's just so many temples and beautiful places to go and see in that country. The people are super nice. The food is excellent. So we sent writers and photographers through that country for about six weeks to just go document all the different experiences that are possible there. Uh, and then we had a, um, a contact that we built a business relationship with that she had a small travel agency and a team that could, could manage um, our brand for, for, um, uh, for Myanmar. And, and so we, you know, we, we spent some money, we spent some time, lots of energy. We're thinking that, I mean, in the next five to 10 years, this, this could grow really nicely. Um, but hey, you know, one thing after another, and it's, it's gone so far backwards as a, as a society. Um, first, you had the Rohingya crisis, and then you had, you know, a, the, the military kind of really taking it back power. You have all sorts of upheaval happening in, in that society. It just has a, a brand now that even if people are re-educated and, and know that it is safe to go there or something like that, it still is just you cannot fight the negative news cycle sometimes. That's just what happens. And and so, yeah, we, we are kind of losers in that, in that scenario. Um, we have a lot of material published. Uh, we're not actively planning trips there. Um, it's just sort of sitting. And, um, you know, those are, those are sometimes risks that we take to, to, you know, expose people to, you know, again, these, some of these next, um, destinations, these emerging destinations that haven't really gone mainstream. And that's kind of where, where we like to play at this point. Um, I think, um, going forward, we, we're really cautious about adding countries <laughs> and, yeah. and we've, we've, we've found some much more efficient ways to, to build content, um, and, and to publish, um, countries. Um, but one of the other things that we've learned over the years is, um, you know, initially we were quite, we were rewarded with the efforts in which we took to publish high quality content um, about a place and all the different intricacy, intricacies of the place, you know, the destinations, yeah. the regions of the country, all the national parks and, and you know, nuances within the country, uh, all the different activities that you can imagine. You know, we really like to spend a lot of time trying to document what's there so then we can personalize each trip and give people lots of resources to read. However, uh, what, what we really were missing is that, you know, Google started changing their algorithms. Uh, we weren't being rewarded as much for all the publishing that we were doing. And, and so it, it became less uh, of a, 
of an easy choice to go ahead and do that because we weren't getting any sort of organic visitors or very minimal organic visitors because of it. And in a way, we were just trying to run two businesses. Oh, we're publishing, content publishing, and we're uh, a service business. And really what we want to focus on is just being a really, really good service business, just being excellent at the client experience. Because ultimately that's what we do is we help assemble a series of services. Um, maybe we, we're doing business with you know 15 or 20 different companies just to make one person's trip happen. And, and so that's what we're good at is making sure they're the right services, and the customer's getting a great price and and that their trip goes flawlessly that's really the key um all the publishing and and things like that just ended up not really being as great for us mostly because we just stopped being rewarded for it you know if we were just you know getting some free traffic here and there because of all our efforts that's fine but it's just it was not worth it after a while yeah. So how do you how do you deal with something that like like the atmosphere like you're trying to break in it just really wasn't working out the way that everyone hoped for whatever reason. How how do you deal with that in the aftermath? Is it just okay we we just can't or and, and move on to like the next and just hope and pray something will develop or is it something more long-winded okay how can we try and make this work kind of deal and referring to what like just uh, when a Myanmar when a any other okay. country or, yeah. or like a country <coughs> just suddenly like up in turmoil well you have to I mean they say this in in, in almost everything you have to be um diversified right um yeah. so it's it's yeah, there's certain things we just are out of our control. And I think um, that's just part of kind of the uncertainty. You have to be a little uncertain doing business. Uh, it, 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 you want to have certainty. It's a pursuit. You're, you're, you're working towards it. Um, but you need to be okay kind of not knowing. That's, and, and, not, and try not to be um, super emotional about it. Uh, other, otherwise, um, you can get distracted and, and think you can control something that you sort of can't. And every now and again, you might be rewarded for your really, really dogged pursuit of, you know, something that you have in your mind that you are going to breathe into this world. And that does happen. But there are certain things that are really powerful. <laughs> that that are kind of you know they're just beyond any single business or person's uh, ability to control and and so being uh, aware of that i think is is certainly helpful um when you're trying to build new product or maintain a business over time uh and and yeah just I mean, I think there were times where I, my, my personal well-being was certainly wrapped up in like every single aspect of what we were doing as a, as a company. Like if, if we didn't change this one thing, 
today, like I was going to be in a bad mood. Um, and, and that's sometimes true, but these days it's a lot more of like, well, that, that's just a temporary thing. That's easy. We can change that at any time. It doesn't have to happen like right now. Um, but, um, there, yeah, there's just larger forces at play sometimes. That's fair. Yeah. So I want to go back to something that you just mentioned, uh, of your well-being. So we have business, we have all of the stress. What do you do to get out, to get away, to recoup, to de-stress, to, to be able to breathe, to then come back in and continue the work? Uh, well, I think, uh, doing, uh, there's a lot, there's lots of things that I, that I, that I do. Uh, one of them that I've really gotten into is just gardening and like cutting down trees or we have a, a property that has lots of trees on it and, and, and things to do always just to maintain our backyard experience. And so, um, a few hours a week trying to fill up my green bin full of brush and debris uh is actually really therapeutic and fun um i have a a really long pole with a saw on the end of it so i can like trim these tree branches that are pretty high up and so i feel like i'm shaping the landscape and and it and it feels good to do that um i also have two young children so anytime i'm hanging out with them i i really try to be in the moment and, and they are, uh, a lot of people, I mean, people never mentioned this to me when I, before I had children, but they're a, a genuine source of comedy. I think they're, they're very funny little creatures. Uh, they say the darndest things as everyone knows, and, and they're just, uh, fun to be around. Uh, their energy is, is, is enjoyable. Of course, there's moments where they drive you crazy and it seems like you can never get a break and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, by and large, like when you're prepared, uh, they have a lot to give. <laughs> that is very yeah. true. Yeah. Well, congratulations on raising two young kids um, yeah. and shaping your trees. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I... <laughs> got, Thank got, you. Got to have, <laughs> got to have something. And if hey, gardening is a good way to do it. So. Yeah, gardening, exercise. I play basketball yeah. sometimes. So just even shooting hoops feels good. Just clearing the head. I'm just trying to put the ball in yeah. the basket. The ball in the basket. That's it. <laughs> and and exactly. you know, some of the other things that are passing through your life just you know, they 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 recede for a little while. Yeah. That's very true. Well, I want to thank you for coming on Business Black Belts. If everyone wants to get in contact with you more about anywhere, more about your journey, is LinkedIn the best way? Is the, going to the website going to be the best way? Uh, our website, anywhere.com, is a great place to see uh, what we offer as far as places to explore. And um, there's a really neat way for, for you to personalize uh, your next trip if, if any of the places uh, are interested, interesting to you. Uh, but as far as con connecting with me, my email address is very easy. It's z at anywhere.com. Uh, I'm happy to answer any sort of questions or, um, you know, if people want to get in touch, that's, that's the easiest way. I'm not really a social media guy. That's, um, that's probably, um, you know, not, not what 
everyone else is doing these days, but uh, it's uh, it's just not my thing. Uh, but happy to to connect and have a real conversation anytime uh, someone is ready. Awesome. Well, again, thank you, Zach, for being on. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and same to all of our listeners. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of Business Black Belts. Should you want to see more content on both the show, marketing, and business in general, feel free to check out my LinkedIn. Thanks.